Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stupid Zang Show. Uh, it is episode 24. In today's episode, we will be uh, talking about UFC 263, a little YouTube versus TikTok fighting for the young ones. And we'll be talking about the NHL uh, semifinals playoffs. But as always, first, this episode is brought to you by Hot Streak Fantasy, the best in-play fantasy app on the market. Pick two to three players in the NBA while you're watching your favorite teams and watch them make you some money. Hot Streak is matching your initial deposit as a bonus, so get Hot Streak Fantasy app now. Especially, uh, it's the second round, Eric. Now uh, of the NBA playoffs, so or it's going to soon be the third round. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's going to be a lot of time to bet uh, on your favorite players. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, it's a jam-packed episode, and as always, before roll it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stephen Zhang Show, episode 24. Eric, in this week's episode, we're talking about the UFC 263 event, uh, the YouTube versus text, uh, TikTok boxing, and of course, the NHL playoffs, Montreal versus Vegas, Tampa versus New York. But before that, let's uh, jump into the UFC, Eric. UFC 263, we had Israel Adesanya. Defending his middleweight belt yeah. versus Marvin uh, Vittori, right? Yeah, That's how exactly. Vittori, the yeah. Italian. Uh, Adesanya, 21-1 and one versus Marvin, who's 17-5-1. and one. Obviously, in the end, Adesanya won by decision. Eric, it seemed like uh, Adesanya hasn't lost a step defending his title yet. No, still. not at all. But Adesanya, a lot, a lot of people thought it was a good matchup because Last time they fought, I think it was uh, three years ago, 2018. Yeah, it was only a three-round fight. The the uh, Adesanya just came into the UFC, and that was Adesanya's tougher fight, toughest, uh, toughest fight. It was a split decision, and it literally could have gone either way. But yeah. uh, Adesanya won. Vittori went on a 5-0 run. He's ne- he hasn't lost since. He's been really looking uh, looking really good. He hasn't fought like that good of a fighters, but. He's been winning. That's what I you got to do. He's the third. He's the third ranked or fourth yeah, yeah, ranked yeah, yeah. best uh, middleweight fighter in the class. Exactly. So. Exactly. He was winning, and so he, he. Hey, it's fair. He got his title shot. A lot of people because you remember the last fight when he fought Yan, who's mm-hmm. a bigger guy, right? Remember, yeah. Adesanya went up in weight. Uh, Yan was a big guy and just took him down, wrestled him. Vittori tried to do this this fight, but for some reason yeah. Adesanya practices uh, takedown defense. Exactly. Yeah. Wasn't getting taken down as easily. And it's just he, he he landed more shots. He was he did it. Adesanya thing. If Adesanya doesn't get taken down, he's gonna win on the on his feet for sure. Because Adesanya is just yeah. that good of a talent. He's a great kickboxer. Yeah, speed. So he, he's stronger now. Too. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And he was toying with he was toying with Vittori. I don't know if you saw a couple of clips. He, he he'd be like at the end of the fight. He was like he was like Adesanya was like fake crying just because <laughs> like I don't know, bro. Adesanya he, he pure entertainment. I love Adesanya. Yeah. Um, he, he's pure class, and um, he, he's probably gonna be a middleweight champ for a while. So, yeah. so yeah. To Vittori, like Vittori's a really good fighter. Like I, I want to see him fight. Like he's really is just Adesanya's way better. Like it was a it was a unanimous 50-40. Like Adesanya won every single f- uh, round. It wasn't close, but Vittori's really good. Like he's just not on that level yet. He was about to be the first ever uh, Italian UFC uh, champion. Didn't happen. He's gonna get his chance again. He's got to beat like the the, the top ranked fighters again then he might get another chance yeah so uh israel or sorry adesanya stays hot and he's mm. looking to fight again quickly eric he's yeah, yeah. not one of those fighters who stays back waits 
uh, like mm-hmm. the top guys he called mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And so he wants to fight again. He's, he's telling Dana White that he wants to fight back home. Exactly. And, and, and who's the best? Uh, who's the next guy up? So for, for the next one up is 100% Robert Whitaker. So Robert yeah, Whitaker, Whitaker. Uh, Adesanya in Australia a couple years ago in 2018 took the belt from uh, Whitaker like in front of – because uh, Adesanya technically is from New Zealand and then uh, Whitaker is from Australia. So it was mm-hmm. a big fight. Like there's yeah. – Tens of thousands of like so many people in the stadium. I sent you beat him. It was, it was a super like it was a super event. It was crazy. Took the belt. Robert Whitaker hasn't lost, like I don't, I don't think he's lost since. He's been really good beating some really top contenders. And he was supposed to fight next, but uh, he had a fight pretty recently, so he had to recover. But uh, if I, if Whitaker didn't get like injured in his fight and like yeah. he'd be able to fight, so 100% Whitaker next, and then after that, I don't know. But Whitaker, it's gonna be a really good fight. I'm telling you because Whitaker is still one of the best middleweights of all time. Adesanya's climbing to be the goat right now, probably yep. on, on pace to be one of the best middleweights. And I'm telling you, Adesanya, I don't, he's tough to beat unless like a really really good wrestler comes in, like a really good wrestler that can take him down easily at 185. We're gonna have to see. Well, uh, yeah. If there's not much else to say on that fight, that was a good fight, and I'm uh, yeah. excited for uh, Adesanya's next fight exactly. to, to prove so he could keep getting to that goat status. But uh, we're not gonna talk about the flight weight. Uh, it's not really a, a division yeah. of interest. So yeah, well, we can just say like Brendan Moreno won. He's yeah. the first ever Mexican UFC champion, but submission like, round like, three. Like, no one really watched, but like it's it's still. Still gotta give his see little guys fight. What are they? One twenty five. No, That's like one twenty five. I'm bigger than that. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm not saying I can beat these guys, but uh, yeah, that's like child's play. So um, let's move on to a more exciting fight, which was the welterweight division, where Leon mm-hmm. Edwards took on Nate Diaz. Yeah, exactly. Uh, obviously, Nate Diaz. Everyone knows Nate Diaz, yeah. a very popular fighter. Leon Edwards, who's uh, nineteen and three, faced Nate mm-hmm. Diaz twenty one and thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leon won by decision at the end mm-hmm. around five. So Eric, break it down for us. This fight, this fight. Okay. So so first into this coming into this fight, Leon Edwards, third rank uh welterweight. This guy was on an eight fight win streak, hasn't lost in eight fights. His last fight, which was like one or two months ago, he actually poked a guy in the eye, so it was a no con like he oh, poked wow. a guy in the oh, eye. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a no oh, contest, so that doesn't really count. But yeah. So this was his uh, ninth fight. He won this, so he has nine fights and win. His last loss was actually to Kamaru Usman, like years oh, ago. So a while ago, and the only like Leon Edwards, like he's he's probably like after uh, Kobe Covington. You probably know you know Kobe Covington. Yeah, yeah. After Kobe Covington, he's probably Leon Edwards probably next up to fight uh, Kamaru for the belt if uh, whoever wins that fight, and. I'm Leon, like so for Nate Diaz, obviously Nate Diaz, he he he's he's like a lightweight slash welterweight, but he's kind of small for a welterweight, and Leon's kind of big for a welterweight. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, Nate Diaz put up a fight. Uh, Leon Edwards won first four rounds. Uh, Leon Edwards won it. He was kicking leg, and then the fifth round, there's a minute left. Yo, Nate Diaz caught Leon. Le- Leon started stumbling. Mm-hmm. But Nate Diaz, instead of finishing the fight, he, he pointed at Leon instead of finishing the fight. So he just pointed at Leon because he's an entertainer, <laughs> Nate Diaz. He could have finished. He, he he couldn't like he should have like at least keep kept yeah, punching. Yeah. Bro, Leon starts shaking. Nate Diaz starts pointing at him like, yo, bro, finish. <laughs> but then so, yeah, bro, that's just oh, Nate Diaz. Diaz. So, yeah. So uh, 
Like Nate Diaz, bro. This guy Maybe was, he doesn't care, man. The guy oh, he had doesn't, a night. Bro, this, he had a night. He partied with Nelk all night. So, oh, I don't bro, think this guy was chance. showing his ass like half yeah, the time, bro. Yeah. This guy, like, he was doing the Kim Card. I was so, but he he's pure entertainment. And that's why people like we we yeah. know like he might win some, like he might lose some, but like he's entertainment at the end of the day, and he's a, he's a big name for sure. He he got the bag and put up a good fight. So um, I'm uh, I'm because any fight with Nate Diaz is gonna sell pay per views. Yeah, and. For sure. People are excited to see, like, because you can, because a lot of people don't see this as a loss for Nate Diaz, because Leon Edwards is literally one of the best welterweights out there, and he almost beat Leon. So Nate Diaz stole, like, like a lot of people consider this a win for him because he was a big underdog, and he can probably make bigger fights, like maybe another Connor fight or maybe like an- another big fight come come up for Nate Diaz. But for Leon, what's next is he's probably gonna have the the winner of uh, Covington and Camaro. That's what's gonna happen. Wow. Uh, as always, that's the UFC breakdown by Eric Zhang mm-hmm. for you. Excited for the next time that happens. But oh, yeah, let's sure. uh, move into uh, the next topic, similar from the UFC, just a different type of sport. It's boxing. And no, not just any type of boxing, yeah. Eric. Some kind of horror show went down yeah. uh, just recently where famous YouTubers faced off against yeah. famous TikTokers in boxing, Eric. Yeah. Um, obviously, the main event, Austin McBroom. Obviously, this topic is for... I'd say it's it's very cultured wise when it uh, applies uh, yeah. to everyone. Everyone can chime in on this. Girls, guys, you don't even follow mm-hmm. sports. You still exactly. watch this freaking fight for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so the main event, Austin McBroom versus Bryce Hall. Eric, obviously there was some some crazy trash talk uh, mm-hmm. going back and forth. Obviously about Austin and his marital problems with his wife. Yeah. And Bryce Hall decided to use that as his main mm-hmm. weapon, but. He uh, definitely that definitely came back to uh, bite him in the ass, Eric, because he got his shit rocked by Austin yep. McBroom, who was also a uh, former D one athlete, and he's way bigger and taller. Yeah, but Austin McBroom, like Austin McBroom, like this guy was a legit basketball. I remember, I don't know if it was D one or D two, but he averaged like twenty one point in yeah, his senior. Like he's, he's probably D one, but he like he's a he's an athlete. But don't forget, this was. He's like 29 now, yeah. and he's a father. But 29 still not that old. That's your prime technically. And Bryce Hall is only 21. Let's be honest. Like I don't, I don't, I don't like either of them. <laughs> I don't like Bryce Hall because Bryce Hall is a bitch. And yeah. bro, this guy's I don't know. He's he's, he's just a he's just a hardo. Oh, get and, into it, man. I, I know you. I know you love this type of stuff. This this drama between you two men. I thought you soaked that stuff up. So <laughs> so just tell the people how you're feeling right now. Yeah, you know I'm saying, but no, but Austin McBroom, like. <sighs> Cause you can't forget, like, why don't you like Austin, this guy? Tell bro, him. You, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know all the things that yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. there's like rumors of like Austin Maroon, but I, I low key want Austin Maroon to win just cause like a YouTube guy and yep. uh, he's a he's a basketball player and he's friends with a uh, he's friends with a lot of basketball players actually. Mm-hmm. Like he he has a lot of famous friends. Like I don't know. It's just like he has a better vibe than uh, the one I get from Bryce Hall. And hey, he talked his talk. And uh, Austin McBroom won. Bryce Hall. Did you see the the video? It was like uh, Bryce Hall was like, "Oh, I won forty street fights. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a real fighter." Obviously, those forty street, uh, street yeah, fights. Yeah, exactly. Shit. And then the, and then at the end of the fight, Bryce Hall goes, "Yeah, I've never been in an actual fight, like, bro. This guy." Like, yeah, obviously, Bryce Hall. Um, well, he's an entertainer, right? This exactly. was entertainment. So a bunch of people are gonna say shit, uh, you know, and just boost their ego as much as they can yeah, exactly. but, and, but yeah they, they, they sold yeah they had to sell the fight 
And Bryce Hall's always going to have loyal fans that are going to love exactly. him till he like, freaking dies. It's a bunch, but some bunch of like twelve year old girls though. But that's why. So like, he's always going to. He can just go up and say, "Yeah, I lost." But don't forget, deal. like this fight brought a lot of eyes to boxing. Like, how many boxing fights have we? The only boxing fight we actually watch are the like the like the weird one, yeah, the the, 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 the big shows. big one, exactly. And too, like, yeah, we we. When was the last time we're like, oh, let's sit down to watch Canelo Alvarez fight? Like, we only watched the like the people only tune in to watch the like the big fights, which is not a bad thing, but like it brings eye to the sport. But like, it's kind of it's it's tough for boxing because UFC they have their loyal fans, like they don't need these this outside these outside fans to come watch. But boxing is kind of like it's not it's kind of dying, so they have to like try and survive still, and so they're like incorporating incorporating yeah. like social media with it. And things like that, but well, I mean, like some of these actual boxers, mm-hmm. the superstar of boxing, right? The faces of boxing, they gotta take mm-hmm. a page out of out of Sonya's book and like start booking some more fights, cause uh, exactly. Who, remember uh, the Gypsy King? He hasn't mm-hmm. fought in, in forever, and he's a big oh, yeah. box. I'm just saying, like mm-hmm. more of these YouTuber and TikTokers, they're mm-hmm. they're throwing out fights like by the month, right? But Someone the only famous, th- yeah, like, millions of followers is fighting, so exactly. they get attention more than the actual boxers. But the reason why that happens is because boxing, uh, boxing yeah, messed they up fight more, or they gotta Bo- keep themselves safe. Bo- boxing, they they created too many. There's there's like, let's say for like middleweight, there's like six belts for middleweight. Like mm. in UFC, there's one belt you have to win, right? And in, in boxing, there's like six of them. So like no one, no one has time to like yeah. keep track of all of them, and. And bo- if you lose one fight in boxing, like that can like in UFC, you lose a fight. All right, on to the next one. Like you can lose e- boxing. You lose like you're fucked. Like yeah. you have to win. Like if you lose, like that's big. Like you know. And most of these, um, like most of these boxing fight, like, these boxers, their 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 records are like ridiculous. It's like thirty and oh, like things like that. In UFC, you're thirty and oh, you're one of the best. Mm-hmm. Boxing, you're thirty and oh, you're still like like. Right, uh, Ryan Garcia is close to third. Like, I don't know. It's like it's it's not the same. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird because boxing they don't fight the best all the time. Like, like Anthony Joshua fought this like scrub like a couple months ago, but no one's talking about that because we want to see the big fights. No one cares about these small yeah. fights. We want to see the big fights. So that's what's happening. And that's why they just uh, yeah, they're not uh, boxing not doing to uh, its best to its abilities right now. Exactly to sell big fights. Uh, which mm. makes you a lot of money and sells pay-per-view. And mm-hmm. guess what? These YouTubers and TikTokers with their millions of loyal fans, exactly, that's what yeah. they get. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a bunch of idiots that paid for the Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather boxing match. And obviously we're disappointed. Like, what did you exactly. expect? It's a YouTuber yeah. fighting. Um, so, yeah, that's my message to boxing, I think. It's, you're getting out-marketed by a bunch of YouTubers and TikTokers mm-hmm. in your sport. So maybe we can move on here with Hassan Gibb. Versus Taylor Holder. Yeah. Obviously, uh, that finished in a draw, but Asanga came out the clear winner. Uh, yeah. You said the call actually got reversed. Yeah. So, 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 th- so what happened was, okay, just, just to start, me, I, I've been adding song game. So, I was a big FIFA guy when I was younger, like FIFA mm-hmm. 14. So, this is like 2014, 2015, like a big FIFA guy, young Zanger, big FIFA guy. And Annie Song Gibbs, a he he was one of the big, big FIFA, FIFA YouTubers. YouTubers, so I started following him there. Like you know, KSI, Dead. Yeah, yeah. Everyone remembers like those. The FIFA was big back then yeah. in like 2014. So that's I've been watching. So like, and then now he's doing this. He fought Jake Paul already, which was a that's a big fight. Like Jake yeah. Paul, like that's a big name. And now he's fighting another big name in Taylor Holder. He got embarrassed in the first fight against Jake Paul. And I learned so a lot of things. Like 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So then this was his redemption, right? He goes, Taylor Holder was a favorite to win. He's a big name. Like, he, he, he looks big. Like he looks strong. And he saw he comes, puts the pressure on him. Wins every round, every single round he fought. Yeah. I, 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 I outpunched him by, like, two times more. Like, re- destroyed him. And then, uh, the like, uh, they, they said the cards. And for some reason, it was majority draw. But I don't know how that worked. But yeah. apparently, it was an error. So, the, Andy Sungib actually won the reverse the decision after. And he's good. So, Andy Sungib won. I'm really happy. Uh, Taylor Holder, I don't know how he, go- he... This guy looked into the camera and said that he won the fight. I don't know how he did it. But uh, everyone knows he lost. I watched the fight late. And, like, that's my guy, Gib. He won, but... Yeah, it's your guy. Well, uh, unfortunate for the YouTube side, as Deji, the lone YouTuber who actually uh, lost <sighs> uh, versus Vinny Hacker. Eric, uh, like you said, Deji, another one of these FIFA guys, obviously not exactly. as big as his brother KSI. Mm-hmm. But uh, someone you wanted to win, you're very disappointed when he lost. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, Deji, been fo- I, yo, I'm telling you, I've been following Deji since I was like 10. Like, this guy, like, you remember back in the day when him and KSI used to make yeah, videos? Yeah. Like, those are fun. Like, those are funny. And then KSI, like, he, he changed into like this monster that won fights, could rap. Like, De- like KSI's changed completely. You know, like, he went completely mainstream. Like, Deji kind of like kept staying. He still lives with his parents, type thing. Like, kind of like lives under the shadow of his brother. Yeah, like, for sure. And he came, and then he he just looked like Ben Askren. When, like when he took off his shirt, like he went on the scale. He just looked like he he literally looked like Ben Askren. I was like, yo, how's he gonna win? Like he like he had like some crazy love handles. Like wow, bro, yeah. this is gonna be tough for him. And then what happened? Obviously, he didn't have enough cardio to win the fight. So that's what happened. He just lost because he was tired. He was a better boxer than that, than uh, the TikToker, but he just didn't have the cardio, so he lost. That's what happened. But, yeah, I was really pissed uh, about that. But uh, Face Jarvis just, made it up for you. Oh, yo, Face Jarvis, Face Jarvis like, made it up to you though. Yeah, I, I don't really know Face Jarvis. I just this know is like Michael Le- Lee. Yeah. Do you know, know Face? Like I, I know Face Jarvis because no, like, I know it because he got like, banned from Fortnite. Yeah, for and yeah, he started crying about video that. went viral I, about crying. Yeah, exactly. But hey. Bro, you see, did you see the knockout yeah, though? Yeah. I said, Yo, that was the, a the lone knockout of the event. Exactly, and don't forget, this is a he, he's a phase guy. So right, anything with phase is yeah. a big name, right? So this actually brought a lot of attention to the fight and to phase, bro. Like, if you look at the fight, like the, he looks sick. Like, imagine punching someone like that with a right hook, yeah. like, and like you you get mad, um, and everyone's like supporting you, like, oh, and like oh, a bunch of famous people are there too, and so it just looked good. I don't know, it looks good for phase, and uh, it was just good overall for. Uh, youtubers so yeah in the end youtube comes out with a big win especially the main event they take the dub there mm-hmm. by austin mcbroom exactly um let's move on though they got we're done talking about that yeah all right uh, we could put that to to rest forever <laughs> let's move on to some actual sports in hockey the semifinals yeah. the uh stanley cup semifinals are already underway where the New York Islanders already lead the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning one nothing, and sadly the Vegas Golden Knights come up with a big win against the Montreal Canadiens mm-hmm. in Game One. But let's shift over to the New York and Tampa series. Eric, New York steals Game One in yeah. Tampa Bay at Molly Arena. Yep, Eric. I don't know if you watched the game. I watched the game. I watched. It, I watched a bit. I didn't watch the whole game, but I watched a bit. I man, New York just makes Tampa's top six just look like mm-hmm. nothing. Just their defensive system, a Barry Trotz, uh, mm-hmm. the forwards, the D, they, they all know their roles. 
and how to play defense. And man, they just shut down Kucherov, Stamkos, their top lines. And it makes Tampa Bay look so vulnerable that they can only score on the power play. New York only took two penalties that mm-hmm. whole game, Eric. And if they can keep that up, I don't know. I'm not putting Tampa Bay's five-on-five play into question. You know, they're a great team, the great forwards. They can figure it out. Mm-hmm. But man, just if, I don't know, if New York keeps this, uh, this game plan going, just taking no penalties and doing their defensive system, and they find ways to score New York. Let me tell you, they do find yeah, ways to but, score. But that's the thing in the playoffs. Like, don't forget, Barry Charles, one of the like, literally one of the greatest coaches of all right time. Now he's proven it, yeah. But that, that that's the thing. Like, you have to tell your players it's the playoffs. I want you to play physical, right? You have to you have to play physical, and just like don't take stupid penalties. Like, don't take penalties. Like, you don't have to take penalties to play physical, right? And yeah, okay, some, wait, yo, some some jazzy ringtone back there. Jeff keeps calling me, yo. Just keep talking, Steve. I'm coming back. What? We can't just leave mid-show. Well, anyway, I guess this is a uh, Stibbly solo. Well, it's always I've always been waiting for my own. Oh, you're back already. Okay. I am my bad. Jeff okay. was going. I yeah, I okay. my own solo. Okay. Uh, okay, anyway. Yeah, New York, Tampa. Yeah, like you were saying, the playoffs. Uh, I'm guessing you're going to say all players need to uh, tap in, you know. Yeah, exactly. When you play defense, page. you don't have to take penalties. I feel like that's what happened with Montreal in the regular like, – I don't know. Yeah, just don't, season, yeah. Like, it's just, um, you can play physical without taking penalties. And I feel like Barry Trotz, like, probably yelled that into them. And I feel like they have, because if you look, I, I don't know what the exact stat was, but most of the games I watch of, for the Islanders, like, they play so conservative. They don't take big penalties. Like, they'll, they'll do the, they'll hit, but like, they'll make sure they get to clean. You know, exactly. not much space, but they don't, they won't take penalties. Exactly. That's Which is really good. And you well. don't want, and especially against Tampa, like, I'd be like, don't take it stupid penalties like please don't like just i don't know and it's been working i love this islanders team i kind of bro because i think i went against them in uh the the two first, first rounds went, yeah the first two rounds you went against them so um we both did i went i thought boston was gonna win so exactly so if you are we doing predictions yeah or? i mean i'll make a prediction i still think tampa's got this at six okay i just um, i don't think the islanders are good enough to shut them down in the series not that top six Okay, I'll be honest. This might be like recency bias just because I, I I fucked up on the first two, but uh, I'm gonna have to say uh, Islanders in seven. I know this Islanders is this is crazy prediction. Listen, it's not a complete upset if the Islanders do win. I know. I would. I think just a lot of people would be surprised. I mean, the Islanders are a good team, right? It's just Tampa well, is just eighteen million dollars over the cap and way better. But that's why I'm saying I I feel like I'd be happier if Islanders won for sure. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Me. Too. They did. Don't. Like they they had all the cards stacked against like they had nothing going like they had they this team started from they lost to Bears they just got brought in Bear Trust and like they they re, they re, like they just did everything properly they they didn't cheat the system they didn't do anything sneaky they they just did what yeah. like it's just like that's what hockey's about like they they didn't cheat their way that that's what I'm, they just did everything oh God, are properly. you are you trying to trying to call out somebody here <laughs> no but just you know like Tampa's going over the cap like. I know uh, that sounded like, like a pretty. That sounded like, like a Tampa dig right there. No, but you know, like Vegas, they got a bunch of like because they're expansion team, so they got a bunch of like yeah, yeah. picks, and then you know what I mean. Like I don't know. I I think Vegas just took a different route. No, but that's expansion. what. I'm, but I'm saying Islanders like they weren't supposed to be at the. They're underdogs at every single level. They have no superstar. Like no See, super I superstar. I don't. I don't think it's underdogs. I think it's more like. People doubt the Islanders just based because they don't have flashy offense. They don't have flashy superstars, you know, that carry the puck. And then they just play a good hockey game. 
and they have yeah, a system yeah. and they stick to it. And some people hate it. They hate the way how like they, they play and how they win. Uh, and people call it boring, but at the end of the day, like Montreal and New York aren't so different. You know, that's no, exactly. how I see it. So that's why I don't dish on a team that bad. Cause the team I like the most kind of plays that same style of hockey. No, but to me, it's mostly just Tavares leaving, you know, it just shows like when Tavares left, because Tavares was the face of the franchise for like yeah. what seven eight years, and then, then he just he just leaves right just because he wants to go to Toronto, and that's like in in the last like decade like that was one of the biggest in hockey signing players yeah. don't just like leave and then he left Islanders, and then look they they've only been better ever better since, than you know? Toronto they've been better yeah. than Toronto oh, by since far. Tavares yeah. has left so you know we can get into the Tavares Maple Leafs I've yeah, always said we- it was a bad signing. I always knew it was going to screw with them because I think they would have been better off if they kept Kadri, kept all their young guys, mm-hmm. uh, like, um, you know, Kapanen, Andreas Janssen. Uh, Andreas Janssen. They all kept those guys. Like, yeah. look, soon they're going to lose Zach Hyman. I love how we keep talking about the Leafs guys. Yeah, soon I know. Eventually, they're going to lose Zach Hyman, and they're going to have to try and win with that core and kind of do the same shit that they try with Joe Thor and Jason Spetcher, just bring these vets around them. So, um, yeah, I have always said that Tavares signing, you should have stayed in New York or came to Montreal, but thank God, because he doesn't look like the same player. Exactly. But, um, yeah, New York, like I I'm said, su- they get down. I'm surprised with myself. I said New York. I feel like Tampa's going to win, but if I, like, for a prediction, like, New York, and, like, I don't know. It's just like. I mean, hey, Tampa's look vulnerable. They've gone swept before uh, by the Columbus Blue Jackets because of this. Columbus played mm-hmm. a hard check in game style. And that's kind of the way to beat Tampa Bay, right? You mm-hmm, don't take penalties, mm-hmm. but you, you shut down the top guys, you check exactly. and, and, and stuff like that. So I still think, you know, they're, they're going to try New York, try and replicate the same thing. But I think Tampa eventually is going to, you know, they're going to score more five on five and New York's going to take more penalties because of it. So I'm going to take New York in six on this one still, just like last year, New York, or sorry, Tampa in six. Tampa six for okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. Even though, yeah, I like New York and I hope they win. So let's uh, shift over to the other series, Eric. When Montreal Canadiens made it to the semifinal, they had a little break because they were waiting for Colorado Vegas to finish up. Yeah, Vegas wins that series in six uh, after Colorado blew four games in a row after winning the first two. Just a total breakdown, an embarrassment by the Colorado Avalanche. I know their fans aren't pretty happy with it. So let's talk about it, right? I said this was the better matchup uh, for Montreal, and I'm still saying that after they still lose 4-1. still think we would have done – we're going to do better against this team than we would have against Colorado. So game one, you know, I, I thought the building and all the fans, Eric, wasn't going to be a th- you know factor. You know, I knew the Montreal Canadiens. I thought I knew this team. But even that, I'd sit in, on my couch and I watched the game, and I felt intim- intimidated of the arena in yeah. Vegas. I mean, $18,000 fans, or sorry, 18,000 fans uh, in the stadium. And so, oh, sorry, Eric, hold on, I'm going to pause it. All right, we so um, the fans in the stadium in Vegas, man, it was, let me tell you, intimidating mm-hmm. uh, just from a fan's perspective. You know, I think the Canadians were overwhelmed uh, playing in the arenas with no fans all season. And then when they first got a look at a full stadium, I think they got a little overwhelmed. And Vegas, like I said, uh, when I was Breaking down both teams, Colorado and Vegas, they're a big team. Man. They only have like one forward under six feet. I think it's Jonathan Marshall. So, and every, they're a big team. They check you hard. They don't give you much space. And they just have four, they can roll four lines, kind of like Montreal, very similar team, but bigger, obviously, and more talented. 
And the story for game one for Vegas was their blue line, Eric. Shea Theodore, exactly. uh, Martinez, uh, Holden, I think it was, Nick Holden. You know, Price played a good game. He still he led in four goals, but, man, he, he, he made some clutch saves, especially the one on Mark Stone. Uh, so, Carey Price looks himself for this series, which is good. Just the team didn't come out well. But another storyline for Montreal, Eric the Young for Cole Caulfield. gets his mm. first playoff goal. Yeah. Uh, on the power play. And yes, the power play looked really well too, Eric, man. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, DBS uh, seems like the power play is getting better every series. They really had a legit set setup. They had like the uh, umbrella or I think it was the diamond. They kind of like the Vancouver Canucks behind the net. Everyone saw the goal. So mm-hmm. really good setup. Just Montreal came out of the game. The first 10 minutes dominant, you know, they looked really good. And then I think after that, it was just all Vegas. I think uh, that's just took thing. over. Like Cole Caulfield, like he's that's his first goal. But don't this guy? He's, he's every time he's on the ice, like he oh, plays yeah. good. He's like had a lot of even, opportunities. Like don't forget, like uh, remember against Toronto, he got that pass to Suzuki, like the two on zero. Like like Cole Caulfield's been really good, but Vegas, man, they're deep. Like they they have no weak. Like I we've talked about this before. We always talk about this. Like they have a good team. Like they're deep. Like I know Alec Martinez and uh, Petrangeli scored their first two goals. I was like, damn, bro. They're 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 D strong. They can score too. Like and then uh, but uh, uh, Shea Theodore. Oh yeah, Dead my Petrangelo. bad. R- wrong defense. Wrong defenseman. My bad. It was Shea <laughs> yeah. Theodore, and they still have Petrangelo too. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, holy fuck. And then, so it's like, I don't know. Like, uh, like how do like, wh- which way would you see the Montreal winning? Like, wh- what's the only way for Montreal to win this this series? Like, what would they have to do in your opinion? Um. Well. It comes down to Wednesday's game, I think. Let's, I mean, game one, you know, Montreal had some sparks. They're missing Petrie, so that's 25 minutes you yeah, have to, like, yeah. log differently, right? You, you got to give it or separate yeah. it somehow amongst the other defensemen. Brett Kulak, you know, with the more ice time because of Jeff mm-hmm. Petrie, didn't really have that good of a game. Not really a good game. Uh, a lot of turnovers, a lot of bad plays that cost him some goals. So um, I don't know if he's going to get scratched next game when Petrie comes back, if Romanov stays. Uh, and Kulak's the one getting scratched because Romanov had a really good game. He had uh, more ice time because of Jeff Petrie, yeah. obviously, but he he laid a big hit on Petrangelo. Yeah, I Just saw like that. the confidence. This kid's a stud, man. The confidence. He, he's playing with so much confidence. You know, you, you don't see young rookies doing that to vets like Petrangelo. So mm-hmm. uh, he played a really good game, I think, in game one. He was physical against a physical team. He didn't let them, uh, you know, make their mark on him in the defensive mm-hmm. zone. So... I expect him to play game two uh, if Petrie comes back. And for Montreal, their game plan is, you know, they got overwhelmed. They got a glimpse of what it's like. So, um, you know, try and get your mind to, to focus more on the game and not the crowd. Mm-hmm. But they got to win uh, game two, I feel. If they That's can win right. game two, split in Vegas. Exactly. And then well, go back be. home because in the Montreal, I think they'll play really well at the Bell yeah. Center because they've been playing really well in the Bell Center. So, I don't know, Eric. If they can, play, are they allowed more fans in the Bell Center? Probably no, I think now? it's still twenty five hundred. Okay, so just to get away from that type of atmosphere, of the Phil exactly. Games, if they can split series, get back to Montreal. To be, but the only I thing I make a bowl call, but listen, oh, if they can split the series, I don't want to jinx them, but I'd be confident in them. They could. I'd be confident in every game for Montreal to win those two, like those two okay. games. That's fair. I don't know. I think I, it, it's it's vital for Montreal to take if they can split in Vegas to take advantage. Uh, okay. of the Bell Center atmosphere and, and okay. hopefully win two games. I don't know. It's going to be hard, but 
if it's not it's not impossible if they could win the next game. They just got to win the next game. I feel exactly because then if they don't, they have to win two at the Bell Center. They have to. They have to. So because this is you know this isn't the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is a team you're gonna bully and get in their heads exactly, so you can come exactly. back three one right. So you know some sparks of goodness. Philip Deneau did a good job. I'd say you know he had a weaker game than most because obviously the size difference, but he had a good game shutting Patrietti, uh stoned out except for that one chance that they got which Carey Price made that ridiculous glove save. But it's the four lines of Vegas. Their third line was great, Tuck. Josh Anderson mm, got outplayed by Tuck in that game. Alex Tuck had more hits. He was more physical on the Montreal Canadiens, had more chances. And Josh Anderson, yeah, like I said, Eric, that's one of the X factors of the series is Josh Anderson. Mm -hmm. He's got to get going for Montreal to win the series. He's got to compete with that dangerous Vegas third line. He's got to be an offensive threat. And he had chances. He was great. Uh, he had chances, um, you know, he, he just got outplayed, but he had chances. He's just got to start sure. scoring and he's got to li- be more physical mm-hmm. uh, on the Vegas players. He's, he's got to outplay Alex Tuck in that department, which is hard because Tuck is like 6'4", 220 pounds. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot of keys. Carey Price is playing himself. Yeah. Shea Weber looks like he got a little thumb injury or something. So hopefully he's not injured. He, hopefully he comes back healthy. Uh, like I said, I don't know. It's hard for the young, uh, the smaller guys and the younger guys. Suzuki, oh, exactly. it's going to be hard for them to score against this team because they're big. So the thing that the thing that scares me with uh, with Vegas is Vegas. Like Montreal hasn't played a team that has such that has check elite in, That's defense. what I said. Yeah, like, elite not defense. even elite defense. Just the checking, the size. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the checking. They're bigger. They have more vests. Like they've been there before. Was it the third time in the yeah, conference finals the in the last four? Exactly. And um, Fleury's probably not better than Price, but like at, almost as good. Maybe not, yeah. but like Fleury's an elite goaltender. He is. Uh, the, the D for Vegas is what like really puts them over the edge. I feel like because yeah. uh, they're, they're all big, they can move. Like, and then uh, Vegas, every single line, like Montreal, and they have more superstars too. Like, like Montreal, like every line can compete uh, for Vegas. Well, Vegas doesn't really have super, like who's superstar S? Well, Mark, Stone? Mark Stone and Patretti. They're like, but Patretti's not a superstar. He's yeah, an elite forward. That. Mark Stone, is he a superstar in this league? I mean, he doesn't really skate like one, but he's got the hockey IQ, right? Yeah, but he's like basically a point per game player. So to me, a point yeah. per game player is pretty much just, well. Maybe yeah. actually, pretty fair. Pretty fair. Yeah. Because Patretti is like a point per game player. Yeah. Like you know, this season he was, but in an eighty-two game season, he's not. But if you compare it to Montreal, has no one cracking. Montreal like, has no superstars. Like right. Yeah. They're very similar to Vegas. They just don't have the talent and the yeah and on the, the back core yeah. and the forward group. But they're mm-hmm. built like Vegas. So fair. that's what's uh, tough. Still, though, I still think they match up uh, okay. better. I still think Montreal, if they can play to their game, uh, use their speed more, because uh, I know it's hard. You know, their zone's getting clogged up. The neutral zone's getting clogged as well. The big bodies, they just got to keep playing with their speed. Uh, use that to their advantage, especially, the you know, guys like Suzuki, Caulfield, you know, Paul Byron, Josh Anderson. You know, he's faster. He's faster than most Vegas guys on the ice. So, but uh, yeah, Montreal, I think they just got overwhelmed. But they gotta come out Wednesday. They they gotta win Wednesday, man. Yeah. They, they gotta bear down. They they just gotta bear down. First yeah. game, yeah, jitters, overwhelmed with the crowd. But next game, man, Montreal had the crowd silent for ten minutes. Eric, silent for the first ten minutes of the game, dead silence. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, this is the Vegas crowd. And then, like, 
Montreal was killing it, and then Vegas played their game, rolled four lines, and then like the crowd got into it. And Montreal just got over the fourth line. Uh, it's going to be tough for them. They they had some sparks there at the fourth line, but they don't look as dominant as they did in the Winnipeg series because they don't, you know, they, they won't get as much space as they did. They're going to be checked by bigger dudes. Corey Perry got laid out by Nick Holden or something, or Zach Whitecloud, I think. Hmm. So it's going to be a physical series. Montreal is just going to, they're smaller in a way. They're just going to have to, you know, up the physicality more. But I'm, I'm happy Montreal is playing uh, Vegas because I've, I've ne- we've never really seen Vegas like, the yeah, crowd, you know, because they're a new team, right? And how often you're gonna see Montreal? Probably never in the playoffs. They're never gonna play yeah. uh, Montreal in the playoffs. You know, like you don't see this often, so it's kind of nice to see. And like you know, Vegas, they have apparently one of the best crowds. And also, you know, it's a new yeah. team, right? Like when Vegas became a team, NHL literally went more mainstream than ever. You know? Yeah. Like it, like this team, like literally, like literally the Anaheim, like you know when Anaheim had yeah, a team yeah. because of a movie, like. It, that they had that kind of effect. So, what's the prediction? Are we doing live prediction? Yeah. Um, like I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go halves in seven again. Okay. Okay. I know that means winning a game in Vegas, but um, yeah, I'm not gonna say Vegas is gonna win this series. Obviously, okay, I gotta, I gotta still believe, Eric. I gotta still believe in this team, especially uh, going back to the Bell Center. So. Okay. I think I already know who you're going with. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just start. Hater of the Montreal Canadiens. Eh? Gone go, against okay. them every season. No, 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 okay. You, I hope this gets clipped too, okay? So so everyone who's commenting right you know, Zang, Zang, Zang suggests, I didn't even predict anything. Yo, first call of them all. out. Who are those? Yo, everyone, bro. Yo, uh, Tyler Pacific? Myers. Tyler Myers right there. What? What? Tyler Myers. Do you not see him call me out in the comments? I no. but he he did. Nick Tremblay, yo, yo, call him out. Matthew Smith. This one, yeah, nah, I can't do that. Nah. Yo, you're too scared, but <laughs> no, nah, you I can't say his do... name. Andy Brooklyn, you're calling him out. Nah, I'm not calling him out, but uh calling him I, out, Andy. I, I don't want no beef. Yeah. But I, I want Montreal to win realistically, because hey, I'm still from Montreal. It's still like my one of my top three favorite teams. But I've been having a lot of backlash from Montreal fans. And uh, you just gotta believe. You just gotta go with your but, gut. And my gut does say Vegas in six, so that's what I'm going with. Yeah, yeah. I hope this gets clipped. I know this won't. You're I'm not the uh, first one to say Vegas in six. So I'm pretty confident Vegas is gonna win this. So I, I really don't like the Jets <laughs> one. Okay, but the Jets right. one when I said it, you can tell I wasn't confident because I didn't really know. But this Dude, one, you I'm have confident. to be confident, man. You gotta get a set yeah, balls. You no, know, shut the fuck up. Bro, this one, no, because other one was like a 50, 50. I didn't care who won, like, but this one, like, I'm pretty confident. I want Montreal to win, but I'm telling you, Vegas and six, clip it right now. If you use it against me, it's fine because, like, all I'm saying is just don't, I'm don't start, no. don't, I, I know, like, Tyler, like, Nick Trauma is probably, or G's probably commenting right now in the comments, like, oh, Zang's like, bro, <laughs> just wait, wait, wait for, like, wait, just wait till the end of the series and then we'll see if you're still commenting the same thing or comment and then, I'll use that against you later on. But yeah, yeah, well, you're you're not the Messiah, okay? You literally bet against this team twice, okay? And now the one time they made it to the conference final against a top team, you're like, oh, clip this. I'm pretty confident Vegas. No, I, I, I didn't bet, bro. The first series, I had Toronto, maybe. Like, I, you did. I'm pretty sure I... But, like, that was... Yo, come on, bro. 
That late. Come and then bro. Jets. Jets come doesn't count. Come on, bro. Jets, I said no prediction, so it's not. Bro, I'm going to force you, and your gut said Winnipeg. So. No, I didn't say my – bro, I just said I just I said something. said Winnipeg in seven. That was your gut. That was your gut pick. I just I just said Jets because you said Montreal, so I have to go the other way. That's how it be sometimes. Trust. All right. All right. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, we don't have to use that against you. So, But hopefully, you're wrong, too. That's also but a big thing. So, I, I, I want Montreal to win, though, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, if I, I get to it, say I get something. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, kid. Nobody's going to be calling you out. Okay. There's three people that did. Don't worry. <laughs> Relax. Uh, but again, thanks for listening to the Shib and Zang show. Uh, a week from now, Eric. Yeah. We'll see where the series are, right? Exactly. We'll see oh, if it's, they're still alive. We'll see if Montreal's still mm-hmm. going strong. This could be the last episode where we. Oh. Yo. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to jinx it, but sure. next week we'll get more news, more information on what's going on in this series. So stay tuned for that. And as always, thank you for listening to the Steven Zang show. Thank you. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify yeah. and again, check out hot streak fantasy app. Uh, as always, we like you. We love you. And thanks for listening. Peace. See you in the next Peace one. Out.